Hey, what's up everyone out there? Thank you so much for tuning in to another Addicted Fishing Podcast. And my voice is finally starting to come back. Even after the shows. Yeah. It was gone at the show for sure. <laughs> but it's starting to come back and it feels good to finally be able to talk again. So now all you guys have to listen to me again. Perfect. I'm sorry. Perfect. I'm sorry. Lots of stuff to talk about though in this podcast. Dude, yeah. Well, first off, we've taken a few weeks off due to the... Uh, show craze portland show puyallup show or excuse me the washington show and the pacific northwest show you guys know exactly what we're talking about great freaking time absolutely insane to just see the fan base and all you guys coming out to say hi and take pictures and probably the most i've ever seen for sure i mean and all the kids all you kids out there that listen to us and watch us it was awesome to see all you guys and take pictures keep fishing you guys are the future I think we handed out 5,000 coloring books or something yeah. like that, a show or some crazy number. You know, all the young kids that would come by the booth, we had special gifts for them. Uh, we hooked them up, I'd say, pretty fat in oh, our yeah. bashes and our paid events. Um, definitely had a uh, definitely had a show of support there. I think we, what were the final tallies on the, like, Puyallup show? And so Puyallup, we had over 650, and in Portland, we had over 700. Jeez. Seemed like it. That's for sure. Standing room only kind of a deal. But for those guys that don't know, we ended up pulling off a couple bashes uh, one night uh, during each show. And uh, these were ticketed events, but people came out in droves. And the response we got for them after the fact was pretty darn good. I think we're going to have to do it again. Yeah, we definitely have to do more (laughs) of those. Well, we'll do them throughout the year, too. I've been trying to figure out, like, when we're going to do, because we need to do some spring basses, Cam, or bashes and talk. Oh, no, we can do spring bass. Because we've done those, you know, we'll typically do those at Sport Co., uh, Fisherman's Bob, some of the locations around here, and you know who was asking me to do a bash was Stevens Marine. It might be kind of interesting to try to do a bash there. We need to. We were talking with him a lot to do that, you know, but COVID hit exactly like, that winter, <laughs> and we didn't do anything. Nobody did anything. I wonder how many people they can fit in there. We'll find out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they can exactly. open up the bay doors of the shop. Uh, yeah, we should definitely do one at Stevens Marine. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be super cool. Anyway, we got some more events coming. And to everyone that came out to all of our other ones, came out to the Sportsman Show, thank you guys so much. It was amazing. The support was amazing. It's really cool to see this brand continue to grow and all you guys supporting it. So we appreciate it. We love you. It's yeah. amazing. And because you guys came out, the whole freaking two weeks was a blur. Yeah, literally. <laughs> We'd get in there at noon and then be like, what time is it? 7.30? We're going to go home pretty yep, quick. Yeah, literally. No, awesome time. Good news on the Spring Chinook front, though. They did. We I had to sit through two and a half hours of a phone call today. Uh, they said our spring Chinook seasons and to be expected, uh, we didn't get much about the same as what we always get. Well, kind of, it's kind of a weird thing. So below Bonneville, they set to April 7th. And like we said, I didn't waste two and a half years of my life. There was some really, really, um, engaged, two and a half years, two and a half years, two and a half hours of my life. <laughs> but the reality is that there was actually some really important and really insightful testimony from the tribes, like from Idaho and stuff. Uh, talking about, talking you know, about try- how many more fish they're going to put in the river. So. Well, just talking about the efforts that they've done to where like, you know, the lower river needs to, you know, take notice and stuff. And I think, I think the tribes sometimes get a kind of a bad rap, especially in the Columbia river where I don't think we're as appreciative as we probably should be in some aspect, the fish in the river. right? Especially in the fall, but in the spring too. And they've, and they've got a lot of efforts and projects um, that they've been working on to try to get, you know, just a, just a, I mean, you think about, you know, we get, you know, 300,000 spring Chinook that enter the Columbia. Well, then before they hit Bonneville, 100,000 turn off. And before they hit the Dallas, you know, another 50,000 turn off. And as they keep going up and up and up, just that 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 group of fish, we might think it's a massive run. 
but that group of fish does get smaller and smaller. So um, the way they have to manage this fishery is just ultra conservative. There's a 30% buffer uh, involved with that. And because of that, even with the increased run, we only got uh, till April 7th this year, which last year we fished till April 6th. So we got one more day. But within that one more day, there was actually a little bit of a decrease in the forecast on some of these Snake River wilds. And so even though we have a heavier amount of fish coming back, um, they weren't going to be able to allow us to get, you know, a bunch of extra days. The question days. Is, is how accurate are they going to be? Well, that's what the... it's been proven that they're not. Yeah, you mean like missing the whole fall run by exactly. a quarter million Chinook? We'll talk about that later. And really quick, Cam, before you dive into that, if you guys are out there and you're not from our area, we're basically talking about our Columbia River fisheries out here, which is a massive salmon fishery that all of us participate in. Honestly, there's a lot of fisheries on the Columbia River, but check it out, Google it, put it on your bucket list. You got to come out here and fish for sure. And these are a salmon that they don't have in Alaska. Like there's one thing to kind of to realize, like we get these weird, these spring Chinook and they show up, and they show up in, in March, April, and May, but they don't even spawn until like late August and September. So they come in, they hang out for six months sometimes, and, and the, the fish are really uh, desirable for anglers. They're, they're, they're a trophy. They're a treat. They don't, um, they fetch, you know, sometimes $70, $80 a pound in the store for the very, very few that are caught commercially in the river. Best smoked salmon on the planet. They're the oiliest, fattiest sons of guns salmon-wise you're ever going to find, maybe with the exception of kokanee. We'll talk about that in a minute too. <laughs> yeah. So April 7th is the day, but good news within that is they are thinking that we are actually going to catch almost twice as many fish, even with only adding one more day because the abundancy is going to be have much more, right? So if the run is only 180,000 fish, you know, before April 6th, 7th, whatever, day, we'll just say before the closure date, and then you're going to have another, you know, 35, 40% of the fish showing up during that time. Like, you know, from what they forecast or what came in last year to this year, you know, the odds are there's going to be more handle and more catch. Mm -hmm. So one number that was really interesting that came out of today's meeting was, yeah, even though, you know, we only got one more day, like we are almost probably going to double our catch um, from last year just because there is an abundance of lower trib, wind and Drano, and another 20,000 plus fish going into the Willamette. So the opportunity is going to be there to the point where, like, I... time to get a boat, Clint. Good time to get a boat, Clint. We got to get that install done there, buddy. That's right. So good time to get a boat, good time to get prepared and get ready. And honestly, I was starting my season um, on March 24th, my actual guide season, but I might bump that back a few days. We'll see uh, We'll see how things uh, turn out. See how many fish get, start getting caught. See how many fish start getting caught, but the big one is to watch snowpacks. Um, and right now we're sitting a little bit below average for the Columbia Basin. Um, so... As long as it doesn't decide to rain every single day in March like it tends to uh, or can and has before in the years past, um, I, like I've said before, I'd rather fish on 100,000 fish in good conditions than a half a million fish in dirt mud. So those, that uh, that conditions thing is going to play a huge part in the spring chinook fishery, and right now we're looking good. It's going to be good. Gaff, Gaffney dropped off two cases of herring yesterday. Like, it is go time. So if you haven't uh, thought about your spring Chinook plans, you better be getting with Popov. You better be getting with Dave. You better be getting with me, Case, Blair, Ryan. I mean, I could think of everybody, Michael, out there that, uh, you know, get your get your trips, get your stuff booked now before, well, the season's over. Don't book it. <laughs> don't try to go booking when everyone starts posting pictures because that's yeah, what everyone does. That's why, yep, that's what happens. So other than that, I'm excited. You going to get your boat wet? Oh, yeah, I'll be out there. 
me and Colton Hayden have been talking about some little morning adventures before work kind of stuff. After work. Or that. That's the that's where it's at. We started doing a few of those, a few more of those. Yeah, I'll be going last as much year. As, I, as much as I can, that's for sure. Let those boats get off the water and people hanging out, get the wife and kid to run the kids yeah. down. Yeah, I'm looking forward to some of that. It uh I'm trying to get my boat finished. I got a couple little things I'm gonna do to it and then I'm gonna get it wrapped before I get out there. So you guys will see me in a new wrap. It's all black, so come find me. Try. I think we'll do live feeds on. Clint asked. I, mean, I don't we'll know try. if you guys can hear, but Clint asked if we're gonna do live feeds on the water. Problem is, in the springtime, did you time, figure out the live you stuff yet? That I asked you to figure out? Nope, you didn't. So probably won't do live I'll, on the water. I'll do it. It's okay. I'll get on it. I'll get on it. No, guys. For those that I don't know, the ball on that, not Clint, guys. We do a bunch of live feeds on the water. But the problem is, it just gets dark too early. So, but you know, the reality is, is we can start them at five. We can start live feeds at four. We're not a TV show. We can do what we want. We can do what we want. Uh, if the water gets high, I can tell you I will be out there plunking because what mm-hmm. Charles has done the last couple of years when the water's been high has been impressive. Yes. Oh, for sure. Not so much last year. No. The years prior. Well, last year yeah. he was going up to Bonneville and yeah. smashing him, which I just refused to join that freaking <laughs> up there. But it is fun. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not discounting everyone that's up there, but I just... My fish is coming down. Everyone really, your fish is just running down in front of all the rods and stuff. It's just chaotic as heck up there. Yeah. Did you do that back in the day a lot? Depends on where you go. Well, I know there's areas you can get away from people for sure, but I'm talking about just the right at the deadline spot where everyone's lined up. I remember one day, I'll tell this story because it's a podcast. That's what we do. We tell stories. Yeah. I was working for the department and I show up and it's like February 27th. I go into the office and there's nobody in the office. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Well, they were working on the Washington side fish trap or the fish ladder. And they had it basically closed, but I guess a bunch, there was a few guys that were down there like plunking steelhead that started ripping springers. And so word got out like insanely fast, like get up to Bonneville. Like this was in February, plunking Bonneville in February. Put yeah, that yeah. through your head. Like we're barely catching them down here. So I go up there. My boss is there. Like a bunch of managers are there. Everybody's plunking there. And it was crazy for like three days. We That's had awesome. insane spring. I caught my biggest bank my biggest springer i've ever caught and it was right over it was like 30.2 pounds clipped off of that yeah, how come they don't let us fish boats up there anymore oh my do you not remember that back i know in the day just because we catch too many dude yeah you want to see like you want to see like catch numbers go from a thousand fish a day to five thousand fish a day and are in a fishery that we're only allowed seven thousand open that up, open that up yeah it makes sense. Back bouncing 16 ounce oh, I know. balls. It was fun. With I only balls. did it a couple oh, times. Gosh. It was, yeah, there was like a couple years. And then my, the one that I missed the most is when we used to sit and run uh, prawn spinners and flatlined uh, quick fish in the, in the Beacon Rock back channel. Like basically, where all those fish like swim up there super tight, get pushed in, and then all those bank anglers pile at them. Well, we used to just sit on boats, you know, five feet off the shore, all down in that whole back channel, just rush fish two fish limit too by the way back in those days oh i know oh those were the times but dude honestly we'd kill we'd kill the whole season's worth of fish in just a couple days so i understand why they don't do it anymore makes sense makes sense spread the opportunity out don't kill them all in a couple days that's right that's right so but i think it's going to be a good year what about all the lower trips and stuff we got good numbers fantastic i mean we're not going to talk river names but sounds like no we can it's forecasted this stuff is like 
on paper everywhere. So, what, so rivers you can are, search. what are they? What are so they? Willamette last year, um, they predicted about 50. This year, they're predicting about 70. Um, the Lewis, they predicted about 28. I think they're predicting around four this year. Um, 24? 2,400 last year, which they got like six. Oh, so like 28 the, this year? But, and, and yeah, I think it's, or no, I think it's closer to four. 4,000. Uh-huh. And keep in mind, last year they predicted some, I could be off on my numbers, but all I know, because I might be missing up actual and forecasted numbers, so don't freak out on me, but bottom line is there's increases across the board. Across one, the board one of the big increases that this year's forecast for the Cowlitz is 9,000. And 9,000 the Cowlitz, especially how dismal that's been the last few years, hopefully that's a good sign of things to come. Because those river forecasts are so strong, we're not going to see any bubble restrictions or any other restrictions around, like, like remember a few years there we couldn't fish below Woodland. Mm-hmm. A couple years there we couldn't fish below the Cowlitz. So we're going to see, everyone's going to be able to spread out. It's going to be a great year. You know, guys that are going to fish below the Willamette are going to probably have a chance at another 20,000 more fish this year. We should go down and do an episode in Astoria. That would be fun. And do I would, I would I mean? actually do that. That'd be really cool because we don't really and not, and not I, just go down there and try to figure it out. You've never you don't fish. I down would that actually much. do that. I would go down there like on March tenth. That's what I'm saying. We should just, do it. I'll pick a tide. That'd be really cool. I think we should do it because, to my knowledge, no one's doing it. No, it'd be really fun. And you know it's so good down there. I feel like you could find them. Yeah, but could you? What would happen though if I caught a couple? I don't know. It'd be freaking epic. It'd change. It would change the whole. <laughs> 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 it'd be epic. We'd eat them now. We put if we put that episode out, we'd change the whole fishery again. <laughs> Who cares? Good. Spread more people out. Yeah. Then our season might only. Yeah. Think about how bitey they are down there too. Oh, you wouldn't. That's the thing. Oh, we've talked about it in depth before. You wouldn't have to like run into many of them. No. Yeah, we got to do that. That'd be super cool. Well, any any last quick? We got to jump off here. Get on the live feed. You got anything last quick? But I know we had a bunch we wanted to cover. We just need to do more. Of these no, podcasts. I mean we had a good spring. Chinook, we're back to doing podcasts now, so we're gonna get these out every week. Clint pending, you know, of course, and then uh, Clint's been on top of it. Yeah, steelhead fishing's been good this year, guys. Get out, yep. go steelhead fishing. If it's open, fish it. If it's open, fish if it's it. Open, fish exactly. it right now. All the rivers that are open should have fish in it. And right now, guys, we do have buy three packs of worms, get one free on the website. And our spring drop with all the sportsman show stuff that you guys have been asking about is March 12th. March 12th, guys. Sportsman show. Is it March 12th a Sunday? Mike told me the 11th. Mike's an idiot. Okay, I agree. I completely 100% agree. He Hold told on, me the 11th. The no, it's March 12th. It's March 12th. Mike's it's March 12th, Mike, 12th, you're an guys, idiot. 7 he told me the 11th. March 12th, <laughs> 7 p.m. Pacific Standard. We have five oh, new custom painted plugs that you guys have heard about. We have a couple different new bead collaborations with DRO. Lots of good stuff, guys. So March 12th, mark your calendars. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got, I think. You good? I'm good. Let's get to talking some kokanee on the live feed. Appreciate it. Guys, we'll see you on the river. Later, guys.